0: sony announces a state of play the analog pocket sells out uber fast (laughs) and the microsoft store has a new design this is dbn news for 83 2020 first is from ign and written by adam bankhurst sony state of play coming on thursday Sony has announced that its next PlayStation State of Play will arrive on August 6, 2020 at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, and 9 p.m. BST. Sony specifically notes that there will be no big PS5 announcements and revealed that this State of Play will instead focus on upcoming third-party published PS4 and PSVR games. However, there will be a few quick check-ins on third-party and any games from June's PS5 showcase. This State of Play will run around 40 minutes, and Sony makes it super clear that there will be no PlayStation stu- Studios updates in Thursday's episode. There won't be any updates around hardware, business, pre-orders, or dates either. Listen, Sony, you gotta announce this price. You gotta announce this price. I feel like Sony and Microsoft are playing this game of chicken to see who'll, who will announce their their price points first. And who could undercut the other. Like, we don't know the pricing for any of these yet and fall's coming up or in august if we're gonna get these uh winter or holiday season we're gonna get these probably november december like we're literally what three months away like we need price points asap second is from ign and written by joe screbbles analog pocket pre-orders sell out in 15 minutes analog pocket the stylish third-party handheld console coming in 2021 has sold all of its first pre-order units within 15 minutes of going on sale And some of those who missed out aren't happy. Announced in a tweet, Analog said that that it it was aiming to produce more and meet demand. It's unclear how many units were available to buy initially, and Analog's mention of the unfortunate global state of affairs implies there may be production problems related to the COVID-19 pandemic, potentially reducing how many units could be bought. Unfortunately, many potential buyers seem to have run into an issue where they were able to add a pocket pre-order to their basket but ran into issues with analog shipping calculator with many reporting upwards of five minutes of wait time, only to be told that pre-orders had sold out once the calculation was complete. Now, that's a very quick story. I don't know, guys. It's a smaller company. I don't know what you expected. I, I don't, did everybody expect they're going to get a pre-order of this very niche item? Like, I get you're mad, but uh, like it's... I guess don't let it ruin your day. <laughs> Third is from IGN and written by Joe Screbbles. New Microsoft Store Design for Xbox Revealed Microsoft has revealed a new version of its Microsoft Store for Xbox, which will start being released to insiders on August 5th and arrive this fall for all users. Shown off on the Xbox Wire blog, the store is com- is a complete redesign and clearly a newer version of the store design that leaked in June, which would be twice as fast or should be twice as fast to load, easier to search, and safer. The post only mentions this store with regard to Xbox One, but we've previously heard that the series x will have the same ui as xbox one so we may well be looking at the next gen store too the store should start up within two seconds and be faster to browse and watch trailers within trailers can be played inline while browsing and can be set to autoplay the store also includes a fully redesigned navigation system which will allow for better search filtering a rebuilt wish list that will alert you to sales on items you're watching and an updated shopping cart, better surface listings for games available from previous console generations, and more. In a walkthrough with Major Nelson, Microsoft's Cody Bird explained that the store has been designed in part to be more easily navigable for new users. The store will only be usable if users are signed in, which has two main purposes. The first is that the store will seemingly recommend games more relevant to your interests, but the second is that game age ratings are better shown and can be filtered on children's accounts to stop underage players viewing content inappropriate for their age. This is awesome. I think wish lists are so underrated, and if you have a good wish list design that that does you know notify you when a game that is on that list goes on sale, it's it, it's awesome. I mean, Steam has been doing that for years, and I still get emails. Here and there about it. Like, it is nice to know when it's, when it's, when when a deal for a specific game on your wishlist is going on. So you at least have the option of knowing and then you can buy it. You know, I I feel like that just kind of goes without saying as well. Fourth is from IGN and written by Adam Bankhurst. Valorant introduces Act 2 Battle Pass, new skins and game modes. Riot Games has revealed that Act 2 of Valorant will begin on August 4th, 2020, and will bring with it a new Battle Pass, a new agent, a new Glitch Pop skin line and a free-for-all deathmatch mode. Valorant's Act 2 Battle Pass will feature unique unlockables, including gun skins, gun buddies, sprays, player cards, player titles, and radiant points, and will cost 1,000 VP, which is their in-game currency. The new agent arriving in Valorant, Killjoy, was revealed last week and will become playable on August 4th as well. She is a, wonderkin, a wonderkind that can use a variety of robots and gadgets to gain the upper hand against her enemies. The new glitch pop skin line leans into a dystopian future where death has no consequence and comes to life through bright colored skins and a playful but deadly attitude. These new skins will be available for Frenzy, Odin, Bulldog, and Judge. There will also be a melee weapon as well. Free-for-all deathmatch will launch in beta from or beta form and will begin available on August 5th. It will see 10 players battling for dominance with no abilities, infinite money, and no spike. A player will become victorious with 30 kills, or if they have the most kills after 6 minutes. All weapons will be available, and players will start with heavy armor when a player dies. It will respawn within 3 seconds and will start with 8 seconds of invulnerability that will allow them to swap weapons if desired. Once they move or fire, the invulnerability goes away. Health packs will drop after an enemy is killed. A UAV will reveal the current location of enemies every five seconds, and kill banners will appear for those who can achieve a double kill, triple kill, etc. This is awesome. I think actually, I, I really honestly think a deathmatch is gonna bring even more people to Valorant. not everybody is 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 good or you know likes that counter you know that counter strike go style of play so you bring in the death matches i mean even overwatch has a death match and i can spend hours on that mode when i get tired of all the team-based stuff so really smart move Uh, i i can't wait to see what this new battle pass incorporates as well and the new skins all that stuff it just seems like valorant's really killing it right now fifth is from ign and written by matt perslow call of duty modern warfare season five patch is massive but will shrink the game size Call of Duty Modern Warfare's latest patch containing the update for Season 5 has been deployed. It is, as they always are, massive, but Infinity Ward says that the update will actually shrink the overall install size of the game. A Season 5 update, available to download now on PC, PS4, and Xbox One ahead of the season launch itself, weighs in at a chunky 36GB on PS4, although it requires 90GB of free space on the hard drive to initiate the download. but Modern Warfare's production director, Paul Haley, has said that this won't just add more space demands on top of what the game currently takes up. The overall size of the game will actually shrink on your consoles after you download the patch, even though we're adding a bunch of new content for the season, he says. He also explains that the patch contains not just new content, but optimization for the existing asset packs. With Modern Warfare taking up pretty much 200 gigabytes at the moment across all platforms, this sh- shrinkage of the install size will come as good news to many players who like to have other large games installed on the same drive. Yeah, they got to do something about this. Like, we, like it, the fact that all these patches in this game is so big is really ridiculous. When other games aren't even near this, they really need to like get their compression technology down. Because if this is going to go into you know PS5 and Xbox Series X, I don't think that's a good thing. I think that's a bad thing. And it's just, it's just, it's ridiculous how much space it actually takes. So it's actually good that the base install is now going to shrink, giving you more space on your gaming platform of choice. And last is from IGN written by Joe Scrabbles. Ubisoft executive Tommy Francois leaves the company after misconduct allegations. Tommy Francois, Ubisoft's vice president, 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 words are hard. Ubisoft's vice president of editorial and creative services has left the company after allegations of harassment and sexual misconduct the departure of the long-serving executive who had previously been placed on administrative leave was first reported by business insider samuel horty when asked for a comment by ign an ubisoft spokesperson replied with tommy francois has left the company effective immediately business insider reports that ceo yves going told ubisoft employees about francois departure last week francois francois role Saw him steering the creative direction of the company's franchises, including Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, and Watch Dogs. Francois is far from the only Ubisoft executive to leave the company in recent weeks. After being racked with scandals, the French developer/slash publisher has seen uh, um, all these names. It's a bunch of people: Ashraf, Ashraf Ismail, Maxim Balland, Serge Hascoit, tanis Mallet, and Cecile Cornette all step down from their senior roles following the allegations of toxic behavior sexual misconduct, and mishandling of employee reports about abuse at the company. Yves Gilmont has promised major changes to the company following numerous and ongoing reports of harassment and misconduct among employees across Ubisoft Studios. Peace. Get out. Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. And that is the news for today. Did you like what you heard? Want to chime in? Then head on over to anchor.fm dadsbeardsnerds where you can, you can hit send a message. You can send us a message. Tell us what you think. You can also hit that monthly donation button and sign up for a monthly donation at 99 cents four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine 99 per month. Find us on all social media at Dad's Beards Nerds. And last but not least, if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Until next time, I'm Anthony, and I look forward to making more content for you.